Last night we had a really nice time. We went over to my in-laws, my sister-in-law, brother-in-law, and along with their kids, and we <laughs> we were goofing around. And I brought, my nephew and I love hot sauce. We love different ones. He loves this uh, this hot sauce from upstate New York called dinosaur sauce. It's dinosaur sauce or dino sauce. Loves it. I mean, he eats it with everything. And he bought like a, a big supply and he gave me four bottles and <laughs> I brought him one bottle of something else. But this was from Pepper Palace. It's this really heavily garlic infused hot sauce and it's so delicious. It's hot, but it's it's got really good flavor. Pepper Palace, you got to check them out because uh, I, they're not a sponsor, but really, really good tasting sauces. Really nice. Anyway. I also brought him a little gag gift that I was hoping that we would all try together, and we did, and it ended up being so terrible. <laughs> it was, it's a, Jelly Belly has the Bean Boozled, you know, they have like those Harry Potter ones with like the, the soap flavor and the vomit flavor and stuff, Well, this had the Fiery Challenge, or the Fiery Five, it had Sriracha, it had Jalapeno, Cayenne, Habanero, and then it jumped it leapt from habanero, which is now a pretty mild pepper in comparison to the Carolina Reaper. And these are jelly beans. So you would think with the sugar content, I mean, jelly beans are basically just all sugar and artificial flavoring, right? And of course, gelatin. With all the sugar that's put into those things, that should counterbalance the heat a little bit. And this should just taste like the pepper. Well, no. In fact, this was basically just taking a pepper and just shoving it in your mouth. But then, because it's a jelly bean and because the, the, the gelatin kind of just like, you know, goes into like crevices of your teeth, it just stays there. Like you think you swallowed most of it and then and you're like, it, the burn lasted 15, 20 minutes because it's just stuck there. And we're drinking milk, we're drinking water, we're... <laughs> And pieces of chocolate. We're, we're trying everything we can to get the taste out. And it's not that it was, it was spicy, but it was like a painful spicy. Like it actually physically hurt. I know Carolina Reapers. I have actually, I have not actually had one. I had one in the sauce before in a hot sauce from the Pepper Palace place, but never had one just by itself. I like heat. But I don't like insane heat that just takes away from your taste buds and just kills you. Some of these sauces I've been getting have a lot of really rich flavors. And they're really good. I mean, they're hot, but they have good flavor. And, I mean, that's what you want. You want something that's spicy, but it's not going to make you hate that you're eating something. You know, you want to enhance whatever you're cooking. 
and I'll, I'll put it with eggs. I'll put it with sandwiches. I, it's really good. But these jelly beans, that, this was just a pain that was not right at all. It was like someone took needles and was just poking your gums. Like this wasn't like a, oh, my, my, my throat is on fire. No, no, this was my mouth feels like it's been hit. <laughs> it was not, it was not good. It did not go away for a while. So I don't even know what my nephew, that particular nephew had. I don't know if he had the Carolina Reaper because he, he grabbed one and, and went away and he was, <laughs> he was in pain. My other nephew, my younger nephew, we went bean for bean, but we only did two. We, th- we started what we thought was the Carolina Reaper and it ended up being the cayenne. And when we put that cayenne in our mouth, we didn't know this at, at first until after afterwards, we're like, man, this is spicy. I can't believe how hot this is. And then we're looking, we're like, wait a minute, this isn't even the right one. Cayenne is this hot. What's Carolina Reaper going to be? And both of us took one and tried it out. <laughs> we were just in pain. It was so stupid. <laughs> it was not a smart thing. But it was funny. It was, you know, nice little gag gift. My, my brother-in-law, who can't take heat that well, he does like the the stuff that I get from Pepper Palace because, like I said before, it doesn't have that. I'm They're not a sponsor. I shouldn't be talking this much about them, but they're, they're really good. Check them out. <laughs> they like they have really good flavor. So it's a, if it's a really hot sauce with Carolina Reaper or ghost pepper, you are going to get that heat and you are going to get that 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 punch. But at the same time, you have really nice flavor. So it's really nice. Uh, it's really nice for the palate. But if you can't take heat, don't do it. My brother-in-law is not very good with heat. He liked these sauces, but it wasn't good. He had one of the Jelly Bellies. He didn't have Carolina Reaper. Um, he took a nibble of one of the Jelly Beans, <laughs> made some faces, and then went away. <laughs> He's, he was he was done. But my my nephew and I, my youngest one, uh, we took two Jelly Beans, ate both of them, and uh, so far have not suffered any consequences, but I didn't feel right for a little while. Neither one of us did. It was fun. Checking them out, uh, being boozled, the Fiery Five. Uh, I think you can get them online and stuff. Or if you end up going to Pepper Palace, who maybe at one point would be a sponsor, hint, check them out because they have them there. Okay, it is St. Patty's Day. I'm not Irish. I don't think I have any Irish in me. It's It's hard to tell. I would have to ask my mom. My mom's side is more, more mixed, uh, but my father's side is is Portuguese and Italian. So, I don't think I have any Irish. I might. I don't know. I haven't taken any of those twenty three and Me tests or anything. I could ask my brother. I think he took one, but I think he got French. I was like, "Where'd you get French from?" <laughs> no one in our family is French. Anyway, in light of the holiday, I thought I would go ahead and do what I do for Christmas. Or do what I did for Christmas, which was read some random facts or traditions around the holiday that I haven't looked at before. So I just type something into Google. I have a website. I haven't looked at anything yet. And we're going to go see what they say. I have a feeling that I almost guarantee that that's something about Chicago is in there. The river around Chicago is green on St. Patty's Day. I bet that's in there. Just because if this is a website that, you know, people from outside of America happen upon, that's got to be one of them, right? It has to be. Anyway, so we're going to go right into it. 
10 weird St. Patrick's Day traditions. There's a, a picture of this guy who is... <laughs> okay, he's supposed to be St. Pat's. He, he looks like a warlock. An old... It, it was... Okay, he's got Santa's beard. Santa went on a diet and was like, I'm just going to dabble in some, you know, some witchcraft and some tomfoolery. But I'm also going to have like a miter hat, like as if I were a pope. And... I'm just gonna go all green. He's he's uh he's got a little some kind of terrier. Uh yeah, so Santa is I guess after you know, he goes on vacation after Christmas. Uh he he loses some weight. I guess he spent some time in Florida, some Caribbean island, and then it's like, well, I'm gonna pop my head out for St. Patty's Day and I'm gonna go on a parade. Okay, so Growing up, being pinched for not wearing green on March 17th would make me so mad. St. Patrick's Day, an internationally celebrated holiday. Okay, does anybody... I don't know where I got it. And I I don't have... I mean, I have Irish friends. I don't have anybody that's like gung-ho about the traditions. Like, I would, But I remember growing up, and if you didn't wear green, especially we were not Irish, so we didn't... Like, I never would know when St. Patty's Day was. And you'd go to school and you're not wearing green and you get pinched. I think if you actually were wearing green, correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't know if anyone else knows this. At least I haven't I haven't heard of it since like high school. If you're not if you are wearing green but somebody pinches you and they don't see that you're wearing green, even if it was like a necklace or something, you get to punch them. Not in the face, unless you know, you want to. No, you get to hit them in the arm. Right? If you get pinched, an uncalled for pinch deserves a punch. I think that's how it goes. I don't know. Let me know. Then St. Patty's Day, I don't really do anything. We have like corned beef, you know, to celebrate it, quote unquote. <laughs> I think this year we're doing Ben's Deli because like no one really wants it. So we'll just do like corned beef sandwiches and some matzo ball soup. Matzo ball soup. Okay. All right. Weird tradition number one. Okay, this is, like, it says traditions, but this first title is called St. Patrick Wasn't Irish. I think I've heard that. St. Patrick was the patron saint that converted Ireland to Christianity, but he was not Irish. Worldwide tradition celebrates an Irish holiday named after a man who was born in Roman Britain and taken to Ireland by slavers as a teenager. I don't know much about St. Patrick. I gotta be honest. I know other people do, other people in my life, other people in my household know more about him. I do not. I did remember that he wasn't Irish, but I did not know that he was from the Roman part of Britain. Interesting. Number two, the world's shortest parade. Have you ever attended a St. Paddy's Day parade? If not, you should check out Hot Springs, Arkansas. Tens of thousands of people gathered to watch the world's shortest St. Patrick's Day parade on Bridge Street. It's tens of thousands. That sounds like New York because... Other than New York, I don't know anyone else. Maybe, I guess Chicago, right? I I, I don't, I should really, no, I don't need to. <laughs> I was like, I was going to say that I should really like read up about other, like what do other cities do for different holidays? No, that's not, I don't need to. I know I live in New York and I know St. Patrick's Day Parade in New York is huge. There's thousands and thousands of people. I would not have said that tens of thousands of people in Arkansas would gather to watch a parade any type of parade, especially this. So this is supposed to be the shortest parade. If you took a trip to see the parade, you would witness the lards of the dance, 
Lards, not lords. What's lards? The world's largest leprechaun, bagpipers, Irish Elvis impersonators, and many other quirky characters. But it doesn't say anything about the short... Like, what is what makes this the shortest parade? Tens of thousands of people. It sounds like they have a lot of things. Like, these are all things that you would see in New York. You have bagpipers and uh, floats and people dancing. Bag... I already said bagpipers. <laughs> but more bagpipers. They're, they're, they're all over the place. I don't know about the Irish Elvis, but I'm sure you'll find one in the crowd somewhere. And quirky characters. So what makes this... Why is this the shortest parade? That's it. That was. That's the end of the sentence. What... Hold on. Shortest parade, Arkansas. Shortestpats.com. That's an actual website. The world's shortest Patrick's Day parades. Oh, no. Parade. This is the parade. Bridge Street. Okay. Yep. All right. Wow. The Grand Marshal this year is Cheech Marin. (laughs) Danny Trejo is going to be there. He's starting the parade. Live performances by somebody. I don't know. And more live. That's all it says. Live performances, more live performances. It looks like an old, uh, <laughs> uh, who's the lead singer from, um, what was that? McGrath. What's his name? Mark McGrath? I can't remember. So you can become a vendor. I mean, this is a big deal, but what? why is it the shortest? What makes it the shortest thing? It's only one street? Like one part of the street? There's no, all right. Thursday, March 17th, uh, Bridge Street Live Entertainment District opens. 4 p.m. Blarney Stone $100 Kissing Contest. 5 p.m. Pre-Parade Festivity. This is a late parade. Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders are there. In Arkansas? Official measuring of Bridge Street Parade route. What is... What? Why? Why is this? Okay, history. This has got to be it. Okay. All right, it's not that long. Appropriately enough, the world's shortest St. Patrick's Day parade history begins with an Arkansan, 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 Arkansan. <laughs> I don't know how you say that. It's just Arkansanian <laughs> of Irish descent, sharing a few pints of malted beverage with some friends. As the pub where they had gathered was situated on the world's shortest street in everyday use, Hot Springs National Park, Arkansas's Bridge Street, the conversation evolved into a question of how to use Bridge Street's 98-foot length to attract visitors to Hot Springs. 98 feet. That's nuts. We have, we kind of live on this little, it's basically like a little private road, but it's a, it's a driveway. And no one can go through it except for the two houses that are on the property. And it's basically, it's owned by our neighbor. And that doesn't seem very long, but that's 120 feet. You could never fit a parade on this. <laughs> you can't even fit a semi truck on this. Obviously, the length is what it is, but I mean, seriously, ninety eight feet, and they measure that. That's part of it. They measure the street length. <laughs> they have to prove it every year. Did it grow? <laughs> is it still ninety eight feet? Did we miss any? Did did we lose some? Did did it grow anymore? Naturally, it was the Irish descendant who suggested organizing the shortest St. Patrick's Day parade on the street. That was 2003. That is not a very old tradition. And the first ever, first, (laughs) the first ever, first annual world's shortest St. Patrick's Day parade, that's the title of it, was held on March 17, 2004, and it made St. Patrick's Day parade history. After the first parade attracted national attention, a couple other groups maintained that they had shorter parades. 
research showed. Okay, so that's why they measure, I guess. <laughs> they just keep it going. They got to keep it. Like, that should be a sign. Like, from here to here is 98 feet. Research showed that one of the challenges wasn't so much a parade as a bunch of people wandering around a city park. Yes, yeah, that doesn't count. If you can't bring in Cheech Marin and Danny Trejo, I'm sorry, it's not a St. Paddy's Day parade. <laughs> Neither one of them are Irish. Okay, the Hot Springs Parade organizers notified the second challenger that the title would remain in Hot Springs even if the Arkansas Parade participants had to march in place or even march backwards to keep its designation as world's shortest. Wow. In the interim, many things have been added to the parade and the crowd has grown to more than 30,000 fun-loving people. I can't imagine 30,000 people right outside my door. That's nuts. The Arkansas Blarney Stone, reportedly discovered by a leprechaun in the forest that surround hot springs, of course, okay, so now we get into the, you know, the real stuff, was placed on display in front of the Hot Springs Convention Center in 2006 and is now the scene of the annual Blarney Stone Kissing Contest known as Romancing the Stone. <laughs> in 2008, a parade king and queen were chosen by a secret committee of the original parade organizers, and that has now become an annual St. Patrick's Day tradition in Hot Springs. That's funny. Okay, now we know. Oh, Kevin Bacon. Joey Fatone was one. Ralph Macchio. <laughs> so, you know, these are getting quality. Bo Derek and John Corbett. Jim Belushi. Mark Martin. Tim Matheson. John Corbett. Oh, John Corbett came back again. Bo Derek. <laughs> so, they were... <laughs> they came separately. Two years in a row. Bo Derek was in 2010. John Corbett in 2011. And then they're like, you know what? Let's do this together. In 2013. John Ratzenberger. Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe, that'd be fun. Mario Lopez, Pauly Shore, George Went. Okay, see, George Went makes sense. George Went and John Ratzenberger. They make sense. Cheers. If you know Cheers, then that makes sense. Mario Lopez does not make sense. Cheech Marin does not make sense. <laughs> Dick Kelly. I don't know who Dick Kelly is. And Bob Wheeler. Okay. And Parade Starters. Twitch in 2019. John Hader. <laughs> Ric Flair. Ric Flair. That's funny. Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah. He's got a gun. There's a picture of it. You got to check this out. Shortestpats.com history page. Gary Busey with a microphone and a gun. <laughs> I want to know what happened there. What happened there? Who said, hey, Gary, first of all, Gary, why don't you come down, <laughs> get sloshed, and start our parade? Oh, okay. It's a gun starter. I hope that's a No one else... None of the other people. Ric Flair is using finger guns. No one else has a gun. None of these pictures. The Swan Brothers don't know who they are. Mountain Man doesn't have a gun, even though he's dressed like he's going hunting. Twitch doesn't have a gun. John Heater doesn't. No, no one else has a gun. Gary Busey has a gun, and he's pointing it up in the air. That's his gun. He came to, he came to that parade with that gun. That's his gun. He intended to use it. <laughs> That's his. Gary, can you come and start the parade for us? Yes, but one condition. Okay, what do you need? Nothing. It'll be a surprise. <laughs> Just, <laughs> no one else. No one's like looking. No one's watching. There's a girl in a red convertible, and it looks like she's she's like, what? Who gave him a gun? There's a cop on a motorcycle. It doesn't look like he cares. That's funny. That's hilarious. Okay, so that's the world's sh shortest parade. This this whole episode could have just been about this. I would love to know more about this. Okay, number three, Chicago River dyed green. I called it. 
We're in the top five. Chicago River is dyed every year in honor of St. Patrick's Day with a harmless vegetable dye. The river turns a vivid, vivid emerald green color. Yeah, the pictures, it, it's insane how green that is. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? I've seen it on TV. I've never been there. I've been to Chicago just to fly through. I, I don't think I've ever actually been on the streets of Chicago. I don't think, but it definitely wouldn't have been during St. Patty's Day. I would have remembered that. Okay. It's Patty, not Patty. P-A-D-D-Y, not P-A-T-T-Y. Holiday is famously shortened to St. Patty's Day in America. In Ireland, Patty is short for Patricia, a female name. Really? True Irish spelling for Patrick is Padraig, P-D-R-A-I-G, shortening the traditional nickname to Patty, P-A-D-D-Y. Keep that in mind when you're giving your son the nickname. Okay. I don't I don't know if I knew that, but this isn't, hey, what do I know? St. Patty's color should be blue. That's interesting. The Saints holiday was originally associated with the color blue. Legend has it the Catholic missionary used the green three-leaf clover as a symbol of the Holy Trinity. The traditional St. Patty's green color took over because of the shamrock symbolism, the Irish flag, and Ireland's nickname, the Emerald Isle. Now you know why we wear green every March 17th. Okay, sure. Okay, finding leprechaun gold. The famous St. Patrick's Day mascots derived from Irish folklore. Mischievous, shoemaking fairy folk. I didn't know they made shoes. I thought that was elves. Are known for hiding their riches at the end of rainbows. I really thought that leprechauns were just there to creep you out and to hide gold. I didn't know that they, they did other things. They had trades. But I guess they, they would, right? Like, they probably also make cookies. Tradition says if you catch a leprechaun, three wishes are granted in exchange for their freedom. That I heard. If you have kids, it is fun to stage a leprechaun visit. Disagree. Put little green footprints and dropped pieces of gold on the floor and watch them squeal with excitement in the morning. Okay. Maybe next year. I would like to know more about like how leprechaun traditions are like the myth of leprechauns. What are the, some of the myths? Like how did the myth of leprechaun come to be? That's what I was kind of hoping for. But this isn't uh, a... <laughs> This isn't uh, Encyclopedia Britannica. It's not. It's just a. Uh, okay. So before I move on uh, to check this out, this is on gbtribune.com. Since I'm reading from it, I, so you know, uh, I'll put a link in the description so that one, I don't get in trouble because I am reading from it. And two, you can check it out if you want. There are no links for any of these things. Like you would think one of the good, like definitely for that parade, the World's Shortest Parade, that description has nothing to do with a short parade at all. The title of that should have had a link to that website, the website that is dedicated to that parade. No, no more ranting. Wear green or you'll get pinched. Okay, we, we just talked about that. Um, this, this is a long paragraph in comparison. Irish folklore says leprechauns can't see green. If you don't wear green, they can see you and will mischievously give you a pinch. Um, this person's particular favorite memory of St. Patty's Day is giving... Their mom, a playful pinch first thing in the morning because she wasn't wearing green. Sneakily, she would wear a ring with just a little green on it, small enough to trick me and pinch me back. Okay, so the, okay, that answers that question, at least for this, whoever wrote this. If you're wrongfully pinched and you are actually wearing green, you get to pinch them back. I think punching is more fun, but you know, each his own. Four leaf clovers are lucky. I think we've all heard that before. Century-old legends say Celtic priests believed a three-leaf clover would help them ward off evil spirits. There's a link for that. We should go to that. Hold on. Four-leaf clovers were presumed to provide magical protection. So three-leaf 
will help you ward off spirits. That's all of them. So basically just walk through a field and all the spirits are uh, evil spirits are warded off. And four leaf clovers were presumed to provide magical protection. How is the other one not magical protection? Each leaf represents faith, hope, love, and luck. Since there are approximately 10,000 three leaf clovers for every four leaf clover, they have been dubbed a lucky find. Okay. Here's the link. Ward off evil spirits is the, the hyperlink. Let's go to it. And it goes to the psychic library. <laughs> it goes to, so it's the superstition, the four leaf clover superstition. Okay. Faith, hope, love, and luck. Sham, four leaf clover, shamrock. It's thought of as good luck charm. Okay. I don't need to know this. Okay. So that's the only hyperlink. That's like, that's the least interesting one. Shamrocks are not four leaf clovers. Why, why is this not part of number eight? Four leaf clovers are the common depiction of shamrocks, but it's wrong. You're wrong, people. Shamrocks are actually three leaf clovers. What? The national emblem of Ireland is the three leafed shamrock, not the lucky four leaf clover. That, this should be side note of number eight. That should not be its own thing. I did not know that, but I didn't really even put two and two together. The shamrocks and I just thought shamrocks and clovers. That's, it's just another name. It's just what you say on St. Patty's Day. <laughs> I didn't think that that was an actual, actual thing. All right. Anyway, that's disappointing that, that that's a, that's a separate, that should have just been whatever. The truth about green food. Okay. Sorry to put a damper on your greed, greed, greed dyed food traditions. But green-colored food actually... Okay, I think they meant to put green-dyed food traditions. It's just a typo. Um, but green-colored food actually points out Ireland's dark history. In NPR's Assault Bag, Assault Blog, that's another hyperlink. We might go to that. Historian Christine Keneally says the potato famine in the 1840s led starving Irish citizens to drastic measures. People were so deprived of food that they resorted to eating grass. In Irish folk memory, they talk about people's mouths being green as they died. That's terrible. Wow. The morbid truth. That's not morbid. <laughs> Behind green food doesn't have to put an end to your tradition. Okay. Well, that, that's a dark way to end it. Let's, let's go to the NPR salt blog. I don't think it's going to help us. Dark history of eating green on St. Patrick's Day. See that you can't have that title. And then a picture of cupcakes, green cupcakes with green and white sprinkles and a shamrock slash clover on top. And then you have the, the little leprechaun hats behind it. Green food, maybe. Potato famine in the 1840s. Okay, this is basically they just they they just plagiarized. <laughs> they just took copy and pasted. I mean, I I know of green beer, and you can put food coloring on anything. But like, yeah, green cupcakes, green beer. That that's it. Oh, our our bagel, bagel cafe down the street. They do. Uh, holiday themed bagels every holiday so they have green bagels green dyed bagels they're more expensive than regular bagels because you know that dye is super expensive okay those are some weird traditions from saint patty's day so yeah <laughs> uh, okay i mean I, it wasn't it wasn't as exciting as christmas some christmas traditions out there were epic but it was good it was nice you know it's good. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Oh, <laughs> uh, here's another site. Uh, talk about a rude awakening. The Paddy's Day plunge of Portland, Maine, involves jumping into the freezing Atlantic Ocean at 5:30 a.m. I think I've heard, I've heard of that. I didn't know that it was for St. Paddy's Day. They enjoyed a free Irish breakfast, a live auction, and a raffle at a nearby restaurant. 
It's for a good cause. The event donates proceeds to charity. Okay. New Orleans. No one throws a parade like New Orleans. Ah, I, I think Arkansas would disagree. And uh, St. Patrick's Day, the city flocks down to the Irish Channel neighborhood for a veritable street party. New Orleans might be the only place where you can take part in a vegetable food fight, too. I mean, Louisiana, it just makes sense, you know, with Mardi Gras and stuff. They're already primed for a parade that also has drinking involved. No offense, drinkers. Chicago, Illinois. We know that one. Hot Springs, Arkansas. Okay. Unusual. Okay. Oh, okay. Here we go. The rest of the world. All right. We took care of the U.S. Let's go with this. Montserrat. This Caribbean island, home to a sizable Irish Catholic population since the 17th century, is the only place in the world outside of Ireland where St. Patrick's Day is a public holiday. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, I mean, yeah, we don't get time off for it, but I mean, it's a big holiday here. Montserrat's celebration isn't just generously proportioned. It lasts for 10 days. In addition to celebrating the saint, the day also commemorates a slave rebellion and includes a Calypso competition and Creole food. I don't know what Calypso is. Blending the island's Irish and African heritage. Cool. Now to Brussels. What do you guys do? Okay. In Brussels. Along with a traditional parade, Brussels residents play Irish sports, which is also a hyperlink, such as Gaelic football, hurling, and kamoji. I don't know what kamoji is. What is kamoji? Does anybody know what Kamoji is? Kamoji is an Irish stick and ball team sport played by women. It's lacrosse. Okay, just, just call it that then. Um, <laughs> just nitpicking. And if you feel like dusting off your sports attire later and cleaning up, head to the Black Tie St. Patrick's Day Ball, where you can toast during a champagne reception. N- they're not sure if the champagne is green or not. Okay, that seems like it could just be one phone call. All right, Banwin, Wales. Bonwin. This Welsh city has laid claim to being St. Patrick's birthplace, and they ritualize it annually. According to members of the Banwin and District History Club in Wales, St. Patrick was born in Banwin in the year 385 AD as Maywin Sukkot. The parade culminates to a stone commemorating the saint's alleged birthplace. Maywin Sukkot. What is that all about? That is the first I've ever heard that name. And that's that's true. St. Patrick's real name was probably Maywin and born in Roman Britain, which at the time, if you watch that show, The Last Kingdom, like all of Great Britain was just completely there was no um, like a true kingdom. And it was all like separate pieces. It was like Italy before it became Italy, where it was like all just like different regions all fighting for their own right and. So basically the same, I guess, same kind of thing. But he died he died in Saul in the United Kingdom. I guess that's after it became united. I don't know the history enough, and I'm not a historian. So probably shouldn't just speculate. Um, okay, so that's his, that's his real name, question mark, because it says probably. Doesn't sound sure. Uh, there's a picture. Like when you Google <laughs> the name, you have like the saintly figure with the halo behind him and the fingers up, you know, the Holy Trinity. And then the next one is a, a kid all in green. Kind of looks like Peter Pan with his head, like his hair, like sticking straight out and a, a big stogie. And then the next one is a statue of the first character. <laughs> That's funny. 
Oh, I'm getting off topic. Okay, anyway, Ice Japan or East Japan. One of Japan's St. Patrick. I didn't mean to read like that. I don't know how to pronounce this. It's I-S-E. That's it. Eyes, Izzy, I don't know. One of Japan's St. Patrick's Day parades kicks off at the Eyes Shrine, which is dedicated to a Shinto sun goddess. With the Japanese and Irish flags flying together, residents dress like leprechauns, play bagpipes, and do jigs. The day culminates with an oyster festival. Japan is hilarious because they take so many, like, other, like, they just like adopting everything. You know, we talked about um, Kentucky Fried Chicken in, during Christmas time. They love Kentucky Fried Chicken. I saw somebody at a KFC years ago who was Japanese, could not speak a word of English. He could only use his finger to indicate what he wanted on the wall above the woman who, God bless her, had no idea what was going on. <laughs> he was just pointing. He could not say anything. Hopefully he got the order he wanted. I don't think it mattered because as long as it was fried chicken, he was good. They love it. And it just makes sense that they would just take other things. They love other cultures. And that's so fun. That's very, that's really cool. All right, so that's uh, some stuff from around the world, too. That's good. I'm glad we got some of that in because uh, I like like uh, going outside the U.S. with some fun facts as well. So, St. Patty's Day. What do you do if traditionally? Do you do anything? Are there some weird things that you do that maybe no one else does? Something that I haven't talked about. I remember going to like this Shriners Lodge when I was younger. Not with my parents, but like some friends, this organization I was with, and we would help out. That's what it was, like a kind of like a community service type thing. We would help out with uh, the preparation, the cleaning and stuff for like a banquet that they did. And it was always the corned beef and cabbage and potatoes. And then they would have the, the colored beer and stuff like that. Um, what do you guys do? For this family, we do, usually we do, we actually haven't done it in a few years, but um, corned beef, briskets, and potatoes and carrots, basically, and, and cabbage, of course. But um, it's really just like because it's one day a year. (laughs) I'm not a big boiled food person. That's why, I mean, my mother has some German uh, background and I like boiled sausage and stuff like that just doesn't do it for me. Boiled potatoes, like there's got to be something with it. (laughs) It's just not, it's not the tastiest of stuff. No offense. But corned beef brisket is delicious. It's it's just as if you get a right cut. If it's mostly fat, then obviously it's not. But like if you get a nice cut, really good. And uh, you know we're doing sandwiches tonight, so we're getting like corned beef, and we're also getting like brisket from the deli. But anyway, what do you guys do? NoGreenEggs.com. Go to the comment section, or go to No Green Eggs podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And happy St. Patty's Day. Uh, see you, not see you.